This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Welcome to The Catch-Up. You said keep it quick. Uh, quickly into the Nick's advice. Uh, would you like me to play the stinger? Yeah, go on, play the stinger. No, 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 Nick's advice. The worst noise you could make from your mouth. It's not from my mouth. It's from a guitar. Oh, sorry. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's not what it's supposed to be a guitar. I, I think about so. That. Maybe. Okay. What are those? What other thing does it sound like? Just like a man going. Wow. All right. Let's keep it quick. What's your advice? My advice today is think about less carpet in your house. <laughs> Why? No, there's a lot of people. A lot of people have carpet in their houses, and yeah. I'll think it's overused. Yeah, but why though? Because too many people use it. It gets gross. It's harder to clean. It's ex- more expensive to clean, uh, yeah. and it doesn't look as good once it has started to fade. And then replacing it is expensive. Get floorboards or tiles. Is my advice. Okay. Maybe it's, it's costs the same. I don't know. Hard to say. I think I don't know. I, I don't feel know. like it might be cheaper. It... I think it goes in terms of expensiveness. Oh God. Uh, I We're think supposed to keep it quick. Uh, top most expensive marble or gold. Uh, second, <laughs> <laughs> which one? Uh, gold. Yep. No, no marble. I don't actually don't know the cost. I haven't looked at the. What about uh, platinum? Platinum? Platinum flooring. Well, Pure platinum flooring. If you ask me, marble is a form of platinum flooring. Flooring. Do you know what platinum is? Yeah. It's an element. No, I know. Okay. But I'm like, when well, you know how people like platinum level things? It's like, oh, like a I tier. So yeah. to me, marble is the platinum tier of floors. Yeah, if using platinum is like a verb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, platinum well, is actually a seen... gold tier of flooring. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the marble mines? No. It is insane. I Really? Whatever you're doing actually, right I guess, now. I guess it makes sense that it has to come from somewhere. If if you can right now, whatever you're doing, uh, go onto Google on your phone or whatever, yeah. type in marble mines. It is crazy because it's like these ginormous, like whatever you're thinking, it's like 10 times bigger. They cut out these giant uh, cubes of marble with these giant trucks, but the, the photos of them are from like helicopters. The trucks look like tiny little toys yeah, right. and they just demolish these, well not demolish, they knock over these giant hunks of marble. It's That's so, awesome. it's amazing. Google it if you got time. I suppose you see massive slabs of it, so they've got to have it from like a bigger block. Oh, dude, the blocks are huge. Whatever whatever block you're thinking of marble, however big you think it is, I guarantee it's like 10 times bigger than yeah, what you right. think. It's well, crazy big. You should maybe consider marble for your next piece of floor. Yeah, okay. Uh, and middle fingers to carpet. Gross, stains, uh, gets dirty, sandy, and you know what? The fashion... Carpet goes out of fashion. The style can go out of that fashion. That is true, actually. Uh, floorboards and marble. Look, it's not and, your worst bit of advice. Yesterday's advice was join a cult. So, yeah, it's fine. It's a B. It's a C level advice. I would say B. I'd say it's gold well, tier I, level advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, today on the show, Nick, we asked, "What have you DIY? What have you tried to do yourself? Whether Wait. it uh, whether it was a success or a failure, we wanted to know." Yes. Uh, also on today's show, Hayden, mm-hmm. um, I have possibly found an out for that wedding dilemma I had yesterday. Oh, your wedding conundrum. You found an out for it. Yes. Uh, there's a, I guess, a technique that's been used to cull down a wedding invite list by a lady online yeah. that I would love to see my friends start using. Okay, we'll do that uh, a little later in the pod. Also, I've got a car tip for anyone who owns a car. You need to know it. Is it sell it? Uh, it's not sell it. Oh. But it will increase the resale value. Oh, okay. If you do it right. Saved me $1,500 yesterday. Uh, I could not believe it. I was living with my crappy car for two years, nearly. Yeah. A five-minute fix. It was cheap. Basically free. Saved me one and a half grand. Makes my car look better. You know what you sound like is, you know those ads, you sometimes see them in like uh, banners on websites that have mm. a bit, they're a bit dodgy. Mm. And it's like, mechanics hate him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mechanics hate him. He's found the $1,500 hack that's going to save you big time. Yeah. Well, I genuinely have. Yeah, it worked. I think so. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to it right now.
Get it in your ear holes. Get up with Nick and Hato on hit. Hato, first dates are always awkward. Yeah, then they're very rarely good. I don't think. I mean, even uh, as much as I love my girlfriend Haley, I look back at our first date. And, you know, you 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 meet them at the restaurant or the bar or whatever. Do you shake hands? Do you go in for a polite sort of half hug? Do you yeah. just nod and go in for a drink? Yeah, you don't know. It's always uncomfortable. Uh, one man has had possibly, I think, the worst first date of all time. He's been pranked by his best friend. He thought he was going out for a, just a nice, nice meal and a drink with a girl on a first yeah, date, this guy. Sure. And his best friend decided, knowing full well that it was a first date, that he's going to prank his friend in front of this crowded bar and restaurant. That's so brutal because the first dates are always so tense anyway. Like yeah. I, I hated going on any sort of first date. Yep. It was already on edge. I was already annoyed. It's the worst thing in the world. What his friend has done, the best friend has realized that the bar is packed and he's on this date that he's very nervous for. Yeah. He's confided in his friend. He's like, I'm so nervous. So his friend is like, well, you know, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to prank you. <laughs> As any good friend would. Of and course. whilst they're there on this first date, he sends across a bottle of Prosecco, a nice bottle of champagne mm. with sparklers in it okay. to make it look like they've gotten engaged. Then the entire audience, uh, the entire bar, the entire restaurant, everyone's just gotten up and starts celebrating. <laughs> When nothing's actually happened. Yeah, and everyone's going up and congratulating them. They're saying, yeah. you look like such a happy couple. I'm like, I can tell you guys are going to make it. I can you tell. You are the ones. Yeah. They're very excited for everyone and for every person that's come up and patted them on the back yeah. and said, congratulations on your future <laughs> together. He's had to do with, oh, no, it's actually just a first date. Yeah. Um, so how'd you guys meet uh, just then? Just, just, <laughs> At just this now. table right now? Probably just on Tinder. Yeah. Nothing too serious. That's um, so brutal. But the silver lining to it all, yeah. uh, I should say they're not they're not getting engaged. They're not just skipping the next few months or years. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. But um, he got a second date. Oh, nicely done. No confirmations about a third date. Okay. We make no promises there. Yeah. But as long as this prank doesn't happen a second time, I reckon the third one might be online as well. Instagram, Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. Uh, if you are a, if you own a car, or you know someone that owns a car, <laughs> you need to hear what I have to say right now because this uh, could change your life. And if you don't fit into either of those two groups, <laughs> shut the radio off right now. <laughs> no, if you are a car owner, you need to know it. I learned something yesterday. I did it yesterday. Yep. Saved me one and a half thousand dollars, and uh, made my car look a million times better. Right. So about... is it You decided not to get the racing stripe? Because <laughs> that does save you money, technically. You know what? You're not that far off, because I did have a bit of a racing stripe on my car, Nick. Oh. I had a uh, on, on the side of my car three big yellow scrapes, uh, <laughs> yeah. because about a year and a half ago, maybe closer to two years, I scraped... You know, on the, in the shopping centers, you have those big yellow bollards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scraped on the side of them. It was right after I got this car. Uh, and so I had these big yellow scrapes all down the side of my car, and it dented the door. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, I can't afford to fix it. It, doesn't bo- it's just, it looks ugly, but you know, it doesn't ruin the car. It's not structurally damaged or anything, so I just sort of left it. You're giving yourself an unsolicited custom paint job. Yeah, pretty much. And it looks terrible, and I hate yeah. it. I agree. I, I think you should have done it. Um, yeah, I, I highly regret crashing into the bollard. Uh, <laughs> so, so, you know, that was ages ago. Didn't bother getting it fixed. It was really expensive. It's going to cost one and a half grand, right? That's a lot. It's a lot because my insurance wouldn't cover it. Uh, and so I this year I got my tax return. I was like, oh, maybe with a bit of my tax return I can actually get my car fixed, right? Quite responsible. Put, put the you. money to good use. Don't yeah. just, you know, piss it away like I usually do. I'm like, oh, let's do that. So I went, talked to the guy, the uh, car thing. 
He's like, yeah, it's gonna cost one and a half grand. I'm like, it's so much money though, isn't it? Yeah. He goes, hey, if you don't, you know what? If you don't, if you, the dent is not that big, if the if it's the paint that bothers you, just get some nail polish remover and just scrub it off. I'm mm. like, nah, that won't work. It's been on there for a year and a half. Nah, and, I think we're well past that point. Yeah. Anyway, I get home. You're supposed to use acetone-free nail polish. Sure. Lucy had some, my partner. So I put some on a like bit of uh, paper towel. It came off in like one go. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just like a tiny one bit wipe. of nail polish. Like one wipe over these, because there's like three or four big, long yellow streaks on the side of my car. Came off instantly. Wow. Which is so annoying, because I've been living with that for like a year and a half. These giant, yellow, ugly racing stripes. I fixed it straight away. What was the name of the place you went to? Uh, it was the what to get the quote or whatever. Yeah, yeah they yeah. told but, me the tip. Yeah, give them, give them that. Classic Body Works, I think, yeah. in Kiwana. They give were very helpful, very lovely, plug. and they're helping me with some hail damage too. So there yeah. you go, give them a free plug. Top but notch. It took me yeah like less than five minutes, and now my car looks fine, and it saved me one and a half grand. Just so there you go. Full, full of car hacks. <laughs> I'm, I, have, I don't know if I'm full of car well, hacks. I got I, one. I have it's a pretty a, good one. I have like a scratch inside of my car. Yeah. Uh, do you have any any tips? <laughs> well, your scratch is someone keyed your car. Yes. Because we told them to on air. So well, I'd no, say well. stop being so antagonistic. That's my hack for you. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's hit. Give us a call. 13, 12, 16. Let us know what you've tried to DIY. Hey. Do yourself. Have you had a crack? Because up for grabs right now, we have got a DIY. Uh, a starter beer kit, all thanks to Bar and Brew in Rockhampton. You find them on Musgrave Street. This is everything you need, like literally every single thing you need yep. to brew 23 litres of beer. It comes with the bottles, the tub, all yeah. the little bits and pieces that you need. So if you like DIYing stuff, you can DIY some beer. Mm-hmm. On this International Beer Day, the yeah. 7th of August, celebrate. Mm-hmm. It's a huge day. It's a big day. I've had a crack at DIYing some beer. Yeah. I think there's a specific breed of people that like to do things themselves. Do it yourself. Because, you know, you can buy it from the store, but it's not the same. Not the same. We want to know what you've tried to DIY, whether it's gone well or not. We will take absolute failures. As long as you've had a crack at it, give us a call. 13, 12, 16. You can win this DIY beer kit. Tried DIYing pasta last weekend. Absolute debacle. Tasted like dry Play-Doh. Ugh, Didn't even yeah. bother cooking it. I think maybe that's the issue. Maybe you should have cooked it. I don't think raw. There's no, no raw pasta that tastes nice. No, no, no. This is what I'm thinking. Because I was like, oh, the dough was not even... Like moldable. Essentially, I made clay. Okay. I made clay. Like it wouldn't. I couldn't even roll it into a ball, man. Oh my god. Yeah. What'd you put in it? Uh, Sand. Lots of flour. <laughs> Almost just flour. Yeah. Now that right, I think about okay. it, let's get to the phones. We've got Jessica from Rockhampton. You've had a crack at building something with your partner, Jessica. Yeah, we built a kids' fort. All right. Talk us through the success levels. Pretty good, or did you screw it up? Not. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Wow. What kind of fort it's is it? Two, Run us through two the fort. and a half meters high and two meters wide. Wow. That's unnecessarily high for a kid. Like, how tall are your children? No, there's four of them. They're not tall, but it's like a huge castle. Yeah, right. What's it made of? Uh, sleeper, copper's logs and stuff and timber. And wow, that's like full got- on. It sounds like a pretty serious DIY project. Are they big fans of it? Yeah, they are. Yeah, Especially the father, because um, he's a carpenter, so it was a little project as well, and we all helped build it. That's okay. very impressive. How long did it take you? Um, maybe a week. Maybe a whole week. God. Yeah, well... Yeah, fair enough. I mean, fairly <laughs> impressed, Jessica. We appreciate the call there. Uh, Kipper's call's coming in 13, 12, 16. You're with Nick and Hado. Who's this? Hello, it's Donna. Donna, what have you tried DIYing? Uh, my husband and I, we built an outdoor table out of pallets. 
Out of pa- oh, that's actually very good. I see every time I see pallets on the side of the road near like a Bunnings or whatever. Mm. I re- I always think about doing that. Was it any good though? It's awesome. People that come over love it. It's three meters long. Three it's meters long. Oh, we don't muck around. <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest table I've ever heard of. Is it? Is it? Because oh, yeah, the wood is not necessarily the nicest uh, quality of wood, Donna. Like every time oh, I do. We've painted it, nice colours, and it looks really, really, it's all like tropical colours. We live out at the beach, so yeah, it's really good. Well oh, done. I'm very oh, impressed. Very resourceful. Thanks for the call there, Donna. Hey, keep those calls coming in. 13, 12, 16. Mm-hmm. Have you tried DIYing something? That was too successful. <laughs> Donna and Jessica, you're both too successful when it comes to DIYing. I want to hear about the failures. I want to hear mm. about the screw-ups. Make me feel better about my pasta. Michelle from Yapoon, uh, you have done something DIY that... I do not think, uh, well, Hayden, you, you might have uh, need to take up Michelle's advice here. You've tried panel beating your own car? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, well, nobody just... would help me, so I thought I'd do it myself. Fair enough. From the tone of your voice, it doesn't sound like it went well. So run us through it. So w- what happened to your car to get the dents in it? Well, it was just, it was one of my first cars, and, and I thought, well, I'll do it myself. Um, mm. It was an old Valiant Ute, and it had an orange body, a green front end and a white roof. Sure. And I, it looks pretty bad. So I thought I'd get to it myself and a bit of rust. And, and I got to the grinder and I probably ground too much of the car. And then I had to bog it all up. And it was absolutely hideous by the time I finished <laughs> with it. It had grey patches. It looked worse. And my father, he should have been ashamed letting me drive it around. <laughs> you said no one was People willing would... to help you. Did you consider going to a professional at first? Or was it sort of like, ah, it was stuff and I'll save some cash? No, well, my dad was a panel beater, see? So I had it at his shop. Oh. And so I thought, well, you know, he wouldn't help me because he was too busy. So yeah. I just did it myself. If dad can do it, and, I can do um, it. <laughs> yeah. So how long, did you, used... how long did you stick around with the, the horrible panel beaten car for? Oh, I'd drive that for probably, oh, it must have been a couple of years. Yeah, fair enough. I'd drive it. I I had no other car. I couldn't afford a car, so yeah, I had to drive it. <laughs> and people honestly used to laugh at it. They did. I can't I imagine still have a, I have. I have a picture of it. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> You're never going to forget that one. Thanks for the call there, Michelle. Let's get through another one here on 13, 12, 16. Tim from Gladstone. Tim, what'd you DIY, mate? Mate, I tried to give a moonshine a go with... Um, <laughs> Uh, potato peels and a bit of honey. I heard those old stories in the war when that, um, yeah, yeah, they used to just put it in a jar and um, ferment it for you know a couple of weeks and give it a go. And uh, potato and honey, any good? Yeah, a bit of honey and or a bit of sugar. They reckon just to chuck a little bit in it to sweeten it up a bit. And uh, yeah. potato, yeah, it wasn't good. So, but, so yeah. are they the only the only ingredients were potato peels and honey? That was it. That was it. Oh, and water. You chuck the water and, in oh, there. And, of course. You've got to say yeah, water in there. And you just sit it in there and let it uh, give it a shake every couple of days. And, uh, and then it ferments. Yeah, give it a go. So did it, it work? Good. What happened? Well, I thought I'd give it. We had a good sip of it first. And we were like, that's horrible. Maybe if we have another sip, it would get better. But it just didn't get better. We, that makes um, sense. Because, yeah. I mean, obviously with Moonshine, because you're trying to make your own liquor there, that you don't know how strong it's going to be. Was it at all alcoholic or was it like borderline petrol? What did you make? Oh, it just tasted horrible. We yeah, didn't yeah. Um, didn't didn't give it a third sip anyway. We just started. It out. It's we actually pretty dangerous as well because you can make the wrong kind of alcohol that can make you go blind. That's, so, yeah. well done. Can you still see? 
Yeah, mate, still going okay. all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're glad to hear it. Well, you know what? Uh, you've had an absolute uh, stuff up there making your own uh, grog. Let's try and get... Let's give him the beer. Yeah, let's give him the beer. Oh. Tim, let's give, get you some grog you can actually drink. Um, <laughs> I, we had to crack this one. It's super easy. Even a fool like me can give it a go. Thanks to Bar and Brew. We'll give you this uh, starter kit. It makes 23 litres um, in a couple of weeks. So, yeah. you know, you don't need honey or potato. <laughs> yeah, and it's more than two sips, which is nice. Hang on the line there, mate. We'll give you that uh, Bar and Brew beer kit. I got Facebook... Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit CQ. It's a big deal to be invited to a wedding, or so I'm told. Mm-hmm. I've been invited to my friend Henry's wedding. I don't want to go because it's going to cost me a lot of money. Well, it's down it... in Victoria. It's next year. It's like uh, it's so far away, so much money to get to. It's annoying. I feel guilty because he has invited me, though. Mm. Didn't think we were close enough friends, but whatever. That's one thing. Yeah. I would love for Henry to implant this... Uh, this this idea that I've been reading about online, a woman in the UK has this new strategy to make sure that her wedding guest list is full of people who desperately want to go to the wedding, who really want to be there on the day. Does anyone desperately want to go to any wedding? I feel like parents would want to go to their kids. Besides people who are like directly involved in the direct family. Yeah. No one's like desperate to go to a wedding. I they? can think of like maybe two or three people whose weddings I'd like to attend. But you're not my, desperate to go. No, my own is one of them. Yep. You're not even on the list. Yeah, that's fair. Like, yeah. <laughs> I understand. This lady in the UK, to cull down her wedding guest list, she has uh, sent out, she initially sent out a bunch of invites. But then because obviously venues are saying, hey, we're going to have less people now because of coronavirus. Of course, more restrictions coming in. She's like, how am I going to cut this list down? Mm. So she said to everyone she invited the first time around, she said, hey, I'd love for you to write a short essay as to why oh, you'd love God. to come to my wedding. Oh, no. Because that's the one thing that, Weddings needed. Essay. was a structured essay. Ah, oh, yuck. How long does the essay have to be? 500 to 1,000 words. Uh, yeah. That's Which is like how long year 12 exams were. Is it? I think so. I can't remember, but I feel yeah, like it was right. definitely, 1,000 was definitely thrown around there. Yeah, wow. 500 to 1,000. What happens if you go over the word limit? <laughs> Disqualify. I'm, I, I shudder to think as to what would happen. What, gotta, what, what's the question? Is it just, why do you want to come to the wedding? Well, there's, yeah, there's, there is two specific prompts that she's asking, and oh, she, God, you need to address both of, them, both of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first one is, why do you want to celebrate this day with us? Ugh. You need to answer that question. And number two is, what will attending our wedding mean to you specifically? <laughs> you can answer both those questions in a sentence. I want to get drunk for free. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. I would love for my friend Henry to start using this idea. You reckon? Yeah. Because it's it's really easy to write a poor essay. Oh, I did, I did that heaps in high school. And I wasn't even intending to do it. <laughs> I, just, right. I just botched the essays like without even meaning to. So your plan is to just completely flunk the essay and you get yeah. out of going to the wedding. I'm going to send this link to Henry. <laughs> and then when he when he sends out the re-invites with the essay attachment, I'll just mm-hmm. hand it in late. All right, you know, on a bit of scrap bit of paper yeah. in a pink pen, and I'll do a little uh, like doodles, little drawings in the corner. Yeah, I won't address the topic. I won't answer any of the questions. Perfect. Go under the word limit. <laughs> Just like high school all over again. That was the Nick and Hato catch up. Listen live weekdays from 6 a.m. on Hits.